Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Tay and Todd Washington Commanders podcast. Almost said football team, but we are clearly out of that phase of life. Washington Commanders podcast brought to you by Fansided. And Todd, we are now seven days away from when we're recording yep. this right now. And um, lots of smoke in the air, lots, lots to discuss. But Todd, I'm excited. This is my almost my favorite time of the year. It's essentially kind of like a holiday to me. Um, yeah. How you feeling? I'm just like the anticipation has reached its peak. Uh, I don't really <laughs> want to talk about it anymore because we've talked about everything, every scenario. I've run mock drafts, just doing different scenarios. We've talked about all the players. So I'm just ready for it to happen. Only bad thing about it happening is that it's gonna happen and then it'll be over. But at least I guess we'll have the new player. But yeah, yeah man, I'm I'm just that's where I'm at. I'm I've hit the peak, so now let's just get this next week, like you know, in the book, so that it can be draft day. Yeah, and I, I've come into a habit where every day when I wake up, yeah, after doing my regular routine, I typically do a mock draft. <laughs> <laughs> a mock draft is, simulator is literally a routine right now to get my day started. <laughs> Usually do it to begin my day and to end my day. <laughs> one, 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 one in the morning when you wake up, and one right. at night before you go to right. bed. <laughs> Man, that's how you know. We're, I, but like, I I get that. Like, it makes it makes so much sense to me. But if you told someone else who doesn't you know keep up with this and right. they would think that you are a psycho right, right but i get it it makes sense right. to me <laughs> something about doing mock drafts is just like why is it so fun to do mock drafts and no why is it so fun not just to do them but to read them as if the people doing them have <laughs> right. any say or control or even know anything but it's just like hey so and so mocked this person to us and we right. like put weight into it even right. though we know it's just it's the same as us saying that but right. yeah man i'm just i i am ready like you said the draft is like it's one of my favorite something always comes up draft weekend i always want to just sit down and just watch the whole thing something always comes up but if i can at least sit down week one uninterrupted i mean not week one night one round one uninterrupted and then yeah. friday then I'm, I'm good saturday can be hit or miss but I'm ready to roll today, and yeah, I'm just excited. Need this week to go by fast. Yeah, same. And um, we didn't get to do our 4.0 last yeah. week. So I guess we'll get started with 4.0 this yep. week, and then we'll carry over next next week. We may do two or 
whatever. That works. That works. Yeah. I, after two years, after two strong years of not getting COVID, it found me. It finally <laughs> found me. I was doing good. Me and me and my wife, we were more upset that we got COVID because of just we we had been proud of the fact that we hadn't got. We were more upset with that than that that we had it actually, and we're <laughs> and we're sick. But uh, yeah, so that's why there was no mock draft four But it's all right. We make up for it today, Tay. Um, anything else you want to say before we go into this mock draft? A couple of things that stood out with Ron's uh, interview with Logan Paulson. Yeah. Um, I love his strategy in regards to uh, how he sees talent and how he um, it's, he's very meticulous when it comes to uh, what he looks for in a player. Mm-hmm. And it kind of dwindles the 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 broaden well not bronze but dwindles the the field down for where mm-hmm. you like to look at 11 i think a couple of things that stood out was the two minute drill um yeah and how uh you know that's so true he talks about the routes and the, does a player get tired when he's running a route or does he like give up and it's those so those nuances are, are yeah. go go on go, go unnoticed but that him being a football player he notices that stuff right. you know and i think that was critical and then he mentioned another thing about uh the sacks the sack numbers mm-hmm. and i thought that was just like wow that, that's really good stuff so right right um, i'm intrigued after seeing that that interview i'm, I'm intrigued what they're going to do i don't think he dropped too much of a hint but i do think they are going to go receiver i don't know what you got from that talk yeah no i thought that was interesting that's not the sort of thing you kind of think about like let's watch a guy see how he performs in some of these you know situations but it is critical i think it kind of i think that it it, it it gives you the idea that they want, I mean, well, not idea, we know, but it just drives home the point that they want those like character guys. They want those like hard work, those guys with unquestioned work ethic and all that sort of thing. And that they pay attention to the little things like how they run in and out of the huddle, like how they perform, you know, uh, in critical moments in the game in terms of their effort level and all that sort of thing, which is good. And it's just, it's, I mean, obviously, I'm sure they're not the only team that that, that does that. Every team does that, you know. But it's just it's it's different. And uh, but I did think it was interesting how he talked about, you know, just wide receivers and and then blocking and then he the way he talked in depth more than anything was what was interesting and kind of gave you the idea. He was specifically mentioning, you know, those Ohio State receivers. Um, th- those that was those were two names he specifically mentioned. Right, were those guys? So that just kind of makes you think. Obviously, players they've had in. Right. Uh, for for visits and that they were at their pro days, so I, I'm I'm more of a like I thought they were looking receiver, and honestly, after that, I think even more that they're looking receiver, mm-hmm. unless if one or two players that they had just really don't expect to be there happen to be there at eleven. But I think that they're looking at receivers, and I think that uh, I think that if Garrett Wilson is there, he is the pick. I think if Chris Olave is there, it may depend on who else is available. Mm-hmm. But um, and, and on top of that, those two guys, Tay, are the two players, honestly of any position that Washington is looking at that I have the most confidence in right. them developing into just really good players here more than, more than anyone else. So personally, right. so yeah, it was a really good interview. Definitely check it out. Uh, it's on, I think the commander's uh, YouTube channel. That was a really good interview with Ron Rivera. Um, yeah. And that, you know, it, it would also feel great if they draft one of those guys because that's what we've been doing this whole time, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it would feel pretty good to be, like, completely right about that. Yeah, it would be. For the, and and it's a, and those are two guys that I really like. So it would be, like, exactly a long, a long time where we've kind of drafted a player where I'm like, yes, you know, like, we've got to receive I agree. 
lot of Cowboys fans were so excited when they got Parsons and when they got CD CD Lamb. Lamb, right? Exactly. You know, so I want to have that feeling of like, yes, we finally got a player. You know, I did so much film study on. Yeah, him, yeah, know, exactly. Like someone I'm, I'm very familiar with. Yeah, and right. I think people are starting to. I think Olave is 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 being overthought. I think people are overthinking him because sometimes a a, a prospect is just so clean that you, oh. as time goes on with the draft, you know, waiting for the draft. Narr- like narratives just change and people's thoughts and not even not in the NFL I mean just out here change but what changed for a lot like y- you can think that he may not be a top-end true number one but he is as clean a prospect as it gets and is 100% deserving of being mm-hmm. you know a first-round receiver like I mean he's just across the board clean been clean stayed clean and people are i think just starting to overthink him but yeah i have i have more confidence in garrett wilson and chris olavi than i do drake london or Traylon burks um maybe even jameson williams just Mm -hmm. because i I just i I just i think those guys are just technicians and i think they just Mm -hmm. man they're so good um but yeah all right let's let's get into it mock draft 4.0 now a week late let's do it all right, mock draft 4.0. Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock, Tay. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Been pretty consistent with Aiden Hutchinson there. Get Malik Willis here to the Lions at two again. I don't think Willis is going to the Lions at two, though. And I don't think he's going at two. Personally. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. I think um, six to eight is a sweet spot for us. Uh, yeah, I agree, I agree. I think the Panthers are the Falcons who you watch for Malik Willis if he's going in the top ten. There goes Kyle Hamilton to the Falcons and Derek Stingley. So we're about to be on the clock. As of right now, Ahmad Gardner, Derek Stingley, and Kyle Hamilton are all off the board, Tay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If the Jets go receiver here, let's see what they do. They go Jordan Davis. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've got all the receivers on the board here. And I accidentally just rejected that trade offer, but we weren't going to take it. It was with the New York Giants moving back yeah. to like 34 or something, right? They're greedy. I mean, come on. You just got the best <laughs> left tackle, and you just got one of the top three ed- edge wrestlers. Come yeah, on. exactly. That would be a great draft for them, by the way. That would be it would really- be. Evan Neal and K- on Thibodeau. Yeah. So top 10 is Aiden Hutchinson, Malik Willis, Trayvon Walker, Ahmad Gardner, Evan Neal, Ikimi Kwanu, Kayvon Thibodeau, Thibodeau. Kyle Hamilton, Derek Stingley Jr., and Jordan Davis. Now, Tay, this is my dream scenario mm-hmm. where you just have your pick of the litter at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I I think that one will go, one or two will go somewhere between four and ten. But um, here we are. We've got Garrett Wilson on the on the board. We've got Jamison Williams on the board, and we really don't have any of those top cornerbacks or Kyle Hamilton that we're looking at. So, who's your pick here? You know what I find strange? Yeah. Uh, last week, last week, and weeks leading up to it, I, um, Garrett Wilson. I've seen Garrett Wilson, and, and like I said, it's all simulators, and yeah, you know, it, it's very subjective. But he's been going in, you know, one, two, not one, but two. I've seen, and yeah, two, three, five. five yep. And the the last couple of days, beginning of this week, he's been available in almost every single draft I've mm. done at eleven. And mm. I've even traded back in some, and he's been there around 13 or 14. So I don't know if that says anything about, you know, right. know or I, I don't know, or like hype or, or, or what. But um, 
This is exactly how I would love the if the board felt like this. Yeah, Kyle Hamilton would hurt, but whatever. Derek Stingley, yes, get him out the way. I, I, he's a good talent, but I just don't want him here in Washington. Mm-hmm. If the board felt like this, I would be kicking my feet up. Oh man, <laughs> praying Feeling that good. they won't trade back. <laughs> the top receiver on the board which is which is a good point i think if the board falls like this there is a chance maybe you have more of those offers to move back but tay i i'm not on the trade back train anymore uh i i'm i'm looking at a receiver here now i want to ask the question are you, are you got charles cross sitting there at offensive tackle but uh you know i think that offensive line you're more you're more set up than you are at the skill position group right now uh, Jamison Williams is a name we don't really talk about much, though. And I think that's really just because of the ACL injury, right? right. Uh, because the thought of him, let's take the ACL out of the equation. The thought of him or having him with his speed in a downfield passing attack and with a quarterback who can throw the ball 70 yards down the field and likes to throw the ball that far, that's exciting. So what, now he, tore his, he did tear his ACL in January. About typically a nine-month recovery, which means he's probably he's maybe starting on the pup list. I would right. say he's playing for you around that week four earliest, mm-hmm. week four six range. Um, I don't know if he'll be one hundred percent himself then, but what are you doing here? Are you, are you are you going Garrett Wilson? I love Garrett Wilson. Are you going Jamison Williams with the crazy speed? Are you yeah, going Chris Olave? At this point, Olave is is too rich with these guys here on the board. With these guys here, I agree. Now, say if Garrett Wilson went top 10 and, and, and James William went top top 10, maybe I would consider Olave with, with Stingley and with Stingley on the board as, as, as the pick here at 11. But since since we're at 11 and, the t- and no receivers have been taken as of yet, yeah. I think you absolutely have to go uh, Garrett Wilson. And, you know, and, and, and I agree with you. I know I think that's what we did last time around, but hey, this is the player we want. This is this is the guy that I want 100%. And he's sitting here at 11. We really didn't have any good trade offers. I think if we had trade offers, I would be... If we had a decent offer to move back, not too much, I'd be looking at that. We don't have right. any. So let's do it. Garrett Wilson, pick number 11. Yeah, and I just... And no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. He, I, I just think with him... I, I just think with him, and the reason why I'm so on board with the commanders taking a wide receiver at 11 is because... If you are able to field an offense that has Terry McLaurin and Garrett Wilson becomes the player that you expect, which honestly is like an Odell Beckham like type of player coming out of college. And if you do, because people keep talking about a healthy Curtis Samuel, Curtis Samuel should be healthy. If you have that with a healthy Curtis Samuel and upgraded play at the quarterback position, I just I think you have just a night and day offense in terms of explosiveness from last year. Oh, I mean, hands down. Um, and then. He's, you would say he's a deep threat? Yeah, I mean, he ran a faster 40 than Olave. Yeah. He ran, what, a 4-3-6, I think? So he, I, that's not that's not what he's known for, but yeah, he I, is. I mean, I, I would love that because then you can kind of, it's just so much diversity in that. You can move him. Man, I just, just get the, he's like a, just get the ball in his hands. Yeah, exactly. Guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just think he can do it all. You look, I just, Having two absolute studs at, at one position, at wide receiver here, having those studs in the defensive line, I just think, man, that the thought of that is so exciting. I think at that point, you can have an offense that could score 25-plus points a game and just su- suddenly have an explosiveness that has been lacking here just for 
are so long, Tay. Uh, since the since the Deshaun Watson, uh, not Deshaun Watson, the Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garcon days, right? So, and yeah, I, I think if, mm-hmm. if if they go Wilson, they arguably have the best. Like, and I keep saying this, they'll arguably have a top offense in the NFC, but arguably the best offense in the NFC East, if if we're being honest. I mean, with the Cowboys losing Amari Cooper, you know. Um, You've got it over the Giants. You've got it over the Eagles. So it would definitely have the potential for that, I think, especially consider Curtis Samuel. People forget how good Curtis Samuel can be no, um, if he's healthy. We're on the clock here at 47. Now we've got a couple trade offers. We've got one with the Falcons to move back to 56 and pick up 88 and then uh, give up a 189 and then one to move back to 64 and pick up 75. I'm going to put those away for now. 47. Tay, we've got your guy Troy Anderson down there. We've got Quay Walker, linebacker from Georgia. Chad Muma, linebacker from Wyoming. Christian Harris, linebacker from Alabama. Trey McBride, tight end Colorado. I'm not actually huge on drafting a, a linebacker as much, but I would like to hear your thoughts. Yeah, considering that um, Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker aren't there, I would... Honestly, and David uh, Ojabo, if he's there, I may consider it. Mm-hmm. We, we kind of need. I'm looking at trading back here because you can probably get. I mean, you're going to risk it, but you could probably get Troy McBride. Troy McBride, McBride. Mm-hmm. yeah, six, and then you pick up 88. Or if not, you can still get Troy Anderson without reaching. Right, and you know. I, Jalen Petrie, from the safety from Baylor, is is another player I think we could add to that list. Where if we trade back. I'm comfortable with that selection right. too. Right. So let's look at these trade offers. Um, moving back nine spots to pick up 88, give away 47 and 189, or move back what 17 spots and pick up 75. Mm-mm. I like this one with the Falcons because you. Okay. Nine spots and grabbing 88, 88 to third rounder for you. Okay, so you want to go with. Mm-hmm. Unless you're just bent on Muma. I'm not bent on Muma. I'm comfortable with trading back. There's no one available that I love. Yeah, I think him and Troy Anderson are kind of neck and neck, mm-hmm. personally. So I think there's a chance that definitely one of those guys at least is is sitting there for us if we move back. So you want to move back with the Falcons, 56, pick up 88? Yes, let's do that. Okay. All right, we're trading back. Falcons at 47. Who'd they trade up for? Drake Jackson. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at Ooh, that's a reach. So Jalen Petrie is off the board there at 48. Okay. We're still looking at Troy Anderson, Trey McBride. Chad Muma goes to the Eagles at 51. Mm-hmm. All righty. And let's see. We're coming up here. If you're guy Troy Anderson, let's see if he's. So there goes Trey McBride, ah. Falcons. Okay. All right. That's one pick before us to get Trey McBride, but okay. So is is your guy here Troy Anderson or Christian Harris or Christian Harris? Which which one are you looking at? What about is Quay Walker? Quay Walker. I haven't done much study. You know, I need I need. But you know, Ron talked about those uh, those Georgia guys. Right. So, right. Exactly. Um, I think. Um, then you know you look down down the board. Leo Chanel from Wisconsin yeah. is I think a guy you like. Kobe Bryant. So. Well, that, I guess I'm looking at linebacker. Um, if we if there is anything else we're looking at here, honestly, Tyler Linderbaum sitting here at center is yeah. 
that you got to think about that one, Tay. You have to. You really do have. You gotta. To. I didn't even really notice that he was sitting there. That's crazy. He's a very good. Yeah. I, I he's a he's there. a very good player. I think you have to go. I think at that point you're you're going best player available, and right. Linderbaum has no business being available at fifty six at all at all. Uh, I know he's a center. I'm curious about you know if he comes in. Is he? Are you putting him at guard for now? Uh, you're probably putting him at guard to start, I would think, and then and then um, you know letting him replace Rudy. Or are you putting Rudy at guard? I don't know, but I think we got to take Tyler Linderbaum here, at 56, yeah. the 34 ranked overall player. All right. You want to do that? Yeah, let's do that. All right, let's do that. That's because that's pretty crazy. I, I I wasn't even looking there. I didn't even really notice he was sitting there. That's pretty crazy. That's insane value. That would definitely yeah. earn an A plus grade oh, <laughs> from all down. the draft Knicks. And you're up, you're upgrading your interior offensive line, which you know, I love that. Just not in the first round. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, but I'm all for it as like as a whole. So now your guy, Troy Anderson, we've still got those three linebackers, all three of them still sitting there. We've got Leo Chanel, uh down the board some. We've also got uh, Greg Dolchitz. Nick Cross was the one I was, I was about to get to. We've got, uh, and there goes Nick Cross. Okay, well, likely and uh, Dolchitz at tight end. Likely. Uh, there goes likely. Okay. I like I, I like him. No, no pun intended. Um, and you know, all right. Well, we, I guess we've got a little bit to go. Let's see. What are we looking at? I think Chanel may be sitting there for us potentially. Mm-hmm. What else are we looking at? Jake Ferguson, tight end. James Cook at running back. Brian Anderson, Brian Robinson. I mean, at running back. And where's Kobe Bryant, cornerback from Cincinnati, played across from um. Uh, played across from Ahmad Gardner at Cincinnati. Right. And then you got... Uh, hold on, let me see. Nah. No futures. All right, so we've got... From the, bank, from the Browns, pick 99 and a future fourth, and then... Cowboys 129 in the future third. I don't think we are looking at either of those. Right. So I'm going to go ahead and reject both of them. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's see. 88. Leo Chanel sitting there. And that's a guy that has a lot. I, why I, Are you high on Chanel? I'm trying to remember if, if that was you or if that was Zach. I'm not high on Chanel, but I like. I mean, he's a dog for sure. Yeah, Rashad and White he's from Wisconsin. So, well, yeah, I'll take any linebacker who played in Wisconsin. I, I, I've done a little bit of study on him. I don't, I don't know enough to say I love him, but I, I would feel comfortable taking him here. Uh, Rashad White from Arizona State is a is an impressive running back. I don't think there is a tight end I'd be looking at here versus at one thirteen where we still have that pick. So. And then you've got Darren Be- Darian Beavers at 114, uh, who's potentially there if we were to go a different route Ooh. here. Yeah, um, but I think, that's tough. you know, I, there's no one. Was Co- Kobe Bryant is off the board. Yeah, he's gone 82 to the Ravens. So for me, I think I'd probably go Chanel. Or Rashad White. 
I look. I'm fine with either. If you're comfortable and you think you like beavers, I like beavers, but I can't. <sighs> I think I would. Because you've got to, you know, uh, where's James Cook? James Cook is down here. I think I'd be okay with taking a running back at 113 and going Chanel here. But okay. if you want to go Rashad White oh, let's, here. Let's do that. Let's okay. do Chanel. Chanel. Okay. All right. We'll go Chanel at 88. Linebacker from Wisconsin. Yeah. Wisconsin, Iowa, Nebraska. Any of those states and teams with linebackers and offensive guards mm -hmm. yeah. i'll take them i'll take them <laughs> yeah. it's like first round values <laughs> oh yeah for sure for sure rashad white continues to be on the board i don't think he'll make it to 113 but if he does i think we're gonna run that pick in oh yeah but i got my eyes set on james cook probably more than likely yeah probably james cook um and then after that i think our well i don't think we have any picks we're doing up to the fifth round i don't think we added any in the fifth so this this would be our last pick and there goes rashad white 102 to the dolphins right right okay i'm curious to see i know we're not looking at bailey zappy but i'm curious to see where he ends up in the draft in real life because i mean he broke joe burrow's records in college I but know. you know Nobody cares. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. The Seahawks, Bailey Zappi, one thirteen. Let's see. All right, okay. on the clock, we've got James Cook there. Beavers is there. We we took Chanel. We got Jake Ferguson, Wisconsin tight end. I'm. I think I would probably go James Cook here over there. Uh, Kyron Williams, more of a third round back. Plus players, I am McCollum, and then you've got Jelani Woods at tight end as well. Ooh. Right, who is at 131? So let's see. What are you thinking, Tay? I'm looking at um, because of the value here. I like. Uh, I think you got to go Cook, but okay. I, I don't think that's what they want in a back. Um, they want more of a. I mean, do you, do you think that, right? Which is more like Brian Robinson Brian Jr. Robinson. from Alabama, right? Give me Robinson. You want you want Brian Robinson? Yeah, give me Robinson. I think I think what Ron is he's looking for that back that's just powerful that will you know right. beat your body you know outside of Gibson. Hopefully Gibson can get back to you know four three speed. That yeah, that he has. But I like Brian Robinson here as opposed to Cook. I think Robinson being in the SEC. And being able, you know, what Ron said, you know, how did they play against Georgia? You know, mm -hmm. how, how did the running back yeah. and how did the offensive line play? And I think that's going to be vital in the NFC East. That's going to be physical with the Giants. Top two picks probably right. being on both lines of scrimmages. And in Dallas, man, their, their D-line is just crazy. And then you have the Eagles with Fletcher Cox and the yeah. rest of those guys. So I, I'm going to lean towards Brian Robinson, seeing that you have a McKissick and you still have, you know, um, uh, what's my guy from Jared Patterson? Jared Patterson, yeah, kind of replicate James Cook, but obviously not as good. But I, give, give me Brian Robinson here. Okay, I'm cool with taking Brian Robinson. I think the the other player I would have considered would have been um, Jelani Woods at tight end. But I'm yeah. I think you kind of do need that uh, that power in the middle at running back. You've got Gibson, who's your bell cow. Uh, who's, I guess, kind of supposed to be on both ends of it. You've got McKissick, who is your clear third-down guy, and now Brian Robinson, who is your 
you know, fourth and one, third and one right. situation guy. That was an issue for Washington last year. What game was it where there were multiple fourth and fourth and shorts where they couldn't convert? I'm trying to remember which game. I think it was. It may have been the Packers game. Uh, I think it was the Packers game. It was the Packers game, right? Where they just it was multiple times they were moving the ball. They were moving the ball up and down the field, but then just couldn't convert on some really short uh, third down, fourth down conversions. That was frustrating. So, yeah, I think that's our last pick, Tay. So while we let this play out, the rest of the fourth and the fifth round, add Garrett Wilson in the first at eleven. Second round, we trade back a little bit and we take the best player available in Tyler Linderbaum there at center which is just crazy value that's i think a first mm-hmm. round player in the third round go leo chanel at running uh, at linebacker in the fourth brian robinson at running back how are you feeling about it honestly i would feel very good about this because um obviously getting garrett wilson you got to line up with terry garrett wilson right um curtis samuel um then you got deami brown and uh the other spots are up for grabs, you know, Dax Miller. Right, right. Camp Simpson. I think, yep, yeah. I think you are literally good at receiver yeah. for the next, for a long time. For, yeah. For a very long time. You kind of settle, you know, settle that, that position. Right. And then you go Lindenball. You know, I, I love that pick <clears> because, you know, that gives you some flexibility as far as O-line. We got a pretty old, uh, pretty young O-line. So you, you can see them develop together. And right. with uh with um, Ruye coming off an injury, uh, we don't have to rush him back. We don't feel pressure to rush him back. You know, get, yeah, buy him some time. And then with Chanel, you know that that's the kind of guy they want back there. You know, at the linebacker spot. Now, I, like I said, I need to do some more film study on him as far as the Mike position. But he is fast and he gets after it. Yeah, the- uh, seems like a Jack Del Rio guy that is willing to put his body on the line. And then the last pick, Brian Robinson. I think he's a good. I, I like that pick because he's physical. I mean, he, he'll beat your body. If uh, Gibson goes down for a couple of weeks, which he normally does, you know, with a toe injury, or if he's give him some time to rest, say, look, we got Brian right. Robinson here that can carry a load. Yeah, you know, not in the SEC. So um, this this draft is very. Uh, I like it. I like it, and it basically has to do, has to do with our first pick, which is which is a guy who I think is going to be a star in this league. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I, you know, you kind of if you come out of a draft like this, you know, they I think that at skill positions, you know, I think you need to add something at tight end, but I think it's skill positions primarily and along the offensive line, uh you're 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 good, you know. And I you know, I I don't think Wentz is the quarterback of the future they do, but I think that uh I think that they would honestly be in a pretty good spot offensively. Yep. And then you know, defensively, you know, you're adding a player in Leo Chanel. I've, I've always felt, though, that their talent exists on the defensive side, and the mm-hmm. and the number of first-round picks that exist on the defensive side would suggest that compared to the number on the first, on the offensive side. So, yeah, man, I think I think if you come out of this, like I said, I am I've kind of jumped off the trading back train because I just I just there's no there's no data that suggests that more picks means mm-hmm. better picks. Mm-hmm. It's all about the picks that you make. So I'm not convinced that trading back and getting more picks, while that that would be more fun for us and you know more to talk about and more fun to watch, I just want them to draft good players with what they have. And if you have you know three, four picks and you, you draft three or four good players, boom, that you've done a good job. So 
that's where I'm at. I, I like this draft. I think uh, I'd have to look back at the other ones and see, but grabbing Garrett Wilson in the first absolutely would excite me so much. So I'm I'm really hoping that that ends up as a reality. Yeah, I hope so. Those, those two guys, I can't you can't go wrong with, with Wilson or or Olave. Um, but if Wilson is Wilson is has the more potential out of the two yeah, for sure, I agree. More upside and yep. more pop. And um, like you say, you made, you made a good good point. You know, even if Wentz isn't the guy, just imagine next year going in and saying, "Look, okay, we're at, we're back at this again. We got twenty eight million at cap space that we can get rid of. But now look at the situation we got. We got." St- Star power at receiver. We got right. a plethora of receivers. Whatever you need, you got a deep right. end. You got a possession. Whatever you need in, in Garrett, you got a gadget in Curtis. And uh, Curtis, uh, Curtis uh, Samuel. Samuel. Then you mm. got Terry McLaurin, who's just steady Eddie. He's gonna be where you need him. Right. Then you got running backs. You got your power. You got Gibson. You got McKissick, your third down back. Tight end. You can kind of shore up on offensive line. We got Lyndon Mo. And and then you're like, okay, we have everything we need on offense. Now we just need a quarterback. I yeah. think you start making preparation. You build for Wentz now, but you start making preparation right. for next year. If it just in case Wentz isn't the guy, yeah. you can go into next offseason and say, look, this is what we got. Right, right, right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. And I think also having Wentz, you are absolutely setting him up for success. I think if you yeah. come out as like I want like, you know, I want them to add to skill positions, but I think if you end up, you know, with the guy like Linderbaum sitting there at 54, which I just don't think happens, but if you end up and your offensive line is short and you added on the skill positions, you know, and so now you've got time and weapons, say, I mean, like he, he led an off, I know the Colts went nine and what nine and eight last year. He led mm-hmm. an offense though that they scored 26 and a half points a game. I know they were running the ball a lot too, but Wentz is, you know, he can do it with his arm. It's, and I think, if you if you surround him with talent and and protection, then you can limit the mistakes and the mental errors that can cause you know the reason that nobody wants Carson Wentz to right. you know to take place. So I would love it. I, I'd be excited about it. I'm ready for the draft just to know what happens. And I just yeah, I'm just ready. I'm, I'm excited. How, I hope feel, up- how are you feeling on night one if you end up with Garrett Wilson? Like how are you? Man, I'm I'm. <laughs> I'm, I would say I'm sleeping like a baby, but I probably wouldn't sleep because I'm going to watch every possible video I can find on the guy. Every interview. <laughs> every inter- Everything. Every word he's ever said, I'm right. going to know about it. <laughs> Man, I would feel I'd feel as good as I felt since uh, RG3, honestly. Yeah, same. Honestly. Same. Like, even more than Chase Young, honestly. Yeah. Like, I was, I, was, I was excited about Chase Young, but, but I wasn't through the roof about Chase Young. Right. Uh, not about Haskins, not about Sweat, not about Doxon, definitely not about Sheriff. Yeah. So it would be a feeling that I haven't felt in about 10 years. So I, I'm hoping that we end up there. And I I honestly think, for me, Garrett Wilson is the only guy that, if we draft a lot, I will be very excited. Yeah. If we end up with one of those top corners or Kyle Hamilton, I'll be like, okay, cool, that's good. <laughs> but if you end up with Garrett Wilson, I will be through the roof. To, I, I just, I, yeah, man, yeah. I don't even want to ask you what your way too early projection would be. We got to get the player first before. We yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's 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 get him first, and then we'll start projecting. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Right. Um, say we have another meeting in the Super Bowl as well in Madden. Um, 
I think I I I got you I got you back. Well, I think I owe you twice though, because I think you you'd gotten me twice in the Super Bowl. I think, or was it in in the playoffs one time? I think it's in the playoffs. One time. Okay, okay, all right. But yeah. I knew I owed you two meaningful ones, yeah. uh, and I've gotten one of them. So, so we'll see what happens this time, man. Yeah, and then the last regular season game was a was a was a was a battle. That was that was yeah, fun. That was fun. That was that was that was that was a crazy game. That was a crazy what? crazy I'm, game. Oh, three field goals. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At one play, I, I ran to the sideline, and the receiver ran outside. And, oh my goodness. Yeah, that was that was a crazy game. I was sitting, I was just sitting there. I was like, I know he's so <laughs> mad right now. <laughs> So uh, we're gonna play the Super Bowl. As always, we're gonna be we're gonna be friends no matter the yeah, outcome. That's for sure, for sure. There was I felt a lot more pressure the last one. This is our back to back times now meeting in the Super Bowl. I felt a lot more pressure in the last one because of the one before that, right. where I was up and then you came back. Oh, so yeah. this yeah. time, last time I was like I I had to win. Yeah. This time I I need to win, but I won't feel as bad as if I would have lost last time. So right, right. That's uh, I'll I'll talk to you again soon. I'll talk to you here we're soon. Ready. We're, we're ready. My squad is ready. So yeah, my guys, my guys are ready too, man. I'm not gonna lie. Game plan ready to roll. We've so. been tearing through the uh, tearing through <laughs> the the playoffs here. I'm not gonna lie to you. So you know we really we really know when to turn it on, Tay. Yeah. I don't want to scare you or anything, but my guys know when to turn it on. Okay. And I got Sertain on one side. I got uh yeah. uh, uh Trey. Tredavious White on the other, and I got a kid I drafted in the slot. All of them super. So you know, I'm looking forward to it. Look, I just had a game, a user game last week where a guy threw negative five passes. <laughs> we're ready to roll, man. We, we, we haven't seen nothing yet. You haven't seen nothing, yet, man. Woo, man, negative five. <laughs> that I'm. This is the number one. I have the number one passing offense. So we're gonna see which strength for strength. We're gonna we're gonna we'll find out. We are going we'll see. to see <laughs> negative five. <laughs> okay. All right, Tay. I'm going to talk to you soon. You've been great as always. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This is Todd. And this is Tay. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.